right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. I feel like I start the episode every time, like, all right. <laughs> I don't know why. You do. I do. Uh, but welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been um, a few weeks since we last recorded. Um, and this is it's mostly my fault why we don't have an episode up. Um, we actually recorded one, um, and I didn't care for it. Mostly, I think my energy was off, and the topic... It, <laughs> The topic was a little messy, and that's not what we do here. <laughs> we, we don't really try to be messy, and it just the episode to me came off a little messy. So we ixnate it, we 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 cut it. Um, but so yeah, it's been about three weeks since you guys last heard from us. Um, and with this episode, you'll be hearing from us on our new uh, show day, which is Friday. We decided to move the show back to Fridays, um, just because we feel like it keeps the content fresher. And it keeps um, the discussion going, if you will. And it's a, it's a good day to drop. Like, who doesn't like to end their week with the thoughts and um, opinions of Malik and Vaughn? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of Malik and Vaughn, Malik, how are you, friend? How have you been? I be, I be, I be on it all day. Come on, Kendrick. Um, damn, I wish I could remember the rest of the words. If I you see, find me, you can see y'all. me in the A. Hey, I you can find me in the A for sure. I'm sorry. You know what's I funny? A drink of water. I took a sip of water at the exact same time. We some thirsty hoes. Oh my gosh. I, I had to listen. <laughs> what did they say? They said, hold up. Lubricate. <laughs> yes, pose. <laughs> pose. Lubricate. <laughs> but, um, so I had to, I, um, I've been well since, I guess, this little mini break, you know, um, I've just been teaching a lot of yoga. Uh, if you guys don't know, come out every Wednesday to Home Depot backyard. It is right next to the Mercedes Benz Stadium. It's it's an extension of Mercedes Benz Stadium. Um, I teach free yoga there every Wednesday at five thirty. It's been so much fun to be in the community giving back free yoga. Um, so that's that's been happening. That's been really busy. I've just just been really busy doing this yoga shit and, and um and, and building that. And I've just been so excited to see like the this connection with my inner Atlanta yoga community and my national um yoga community just grow. And so many more opportunities are, are opening themselves up to me. So dealing with that the last two weeks and um I did something really cool. I went. And got my tarot read, like a tarot card reading, and I did it on a date. Ooh, what was that like? Oh, wait, on a date? On a date. Hmm, that's interesting. On a date, yeah. So I reconnected with someone from the past, and me and this person from the from the past, we reconnected. We ended up having. Uh, I met their best friend years ago, but I kind of forgot their best friend. Their best friend. Their best friend was forgetful because I didn't spend a lot of time with them. Oh. Uh, um. And so, but the best friend, me, me and his best friend, we ended up having um, some mutual friends through like the yoga scene and the fitness scene. And then I ended up, you know, connecting with his best friend and realizing that I knew him to a degree. He looks familiar. I go through his page. I end up seeing my old friend on his page. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're best friends. Duh. I remember now. So then I ended up connecting with him again. We was like, oh my God, let's connect. Let's get together. Our first time connecting, we did this hair reading. We did a group reading, like they read both of us together, and it was very prosperous. The group reading <clears throat> talked about two people reconnecting in a way that 
um, was gonna be very beautiful um, aesthetically as far as like two beautiful two beautiful people like being around each other and how that was gonna change the energy the, and the dynamic they talked about how both of us uh, had like a sun card and how there were lots of prosperity and good things and good fortunes coming for both of us Wow! as as we unite together but just because we unite doesn't mean it's going to be like romantic it could be platonic it could be business um or it could just be for inspiration for now um but whatever we do together these next few weeks these next few months we it will be beneficial to us both so i'm interested about what's going to happen next because of this tarot like i'm all about energy Mm -hmm. um i did a personal reading and that personal reading just talked about how i was kind of going through some things um i was putting some putting some financial burdens away over the last few 18 months and they talked about how i was coming out of that i was coming into a new fruitful season which is absolutely true um so all in all in all the the tarot was really cool and you know a lot of black folks don't really fuck with tarot i was just gonna say "Mm, no sir can't can't eat and the thing is on top of that, a lot of black folks don't fuck with yoga. And somebody just messaged me before we started practicing, <laughs> before we started this show, you guys, on Facebook. And the woman messaged me and said, Hi, do you do yoga in the park? I said, Hi, I'm going to blank her name out. Yes, I'm starting you back soon. She says, Yoga is, da-, she said, yoga is a dark art, it's dangerous. Just wanted to let you know. Let me tell you what's dangerous. Your messaging upper body. a stranger, <laughs> messaging a stranger, messages like that. You should have. You should have asked with a your upper body. <laughs> yeah, bitch, your upper lip. Like, <laughs> fuck you, well, fuck you, homegirl. Mind your business. Uh, moving higher in the program, so I've just been having a really good time doing my thing and doing what I want to do. What's up with you, homegirl? First of all. That person has a lot of nerve. I would have been like, you minding all of my business, really? And then you out here being right? negative about it? Being negative? Uh-uh. Like, why are you even on my page? Right. Like, you're too invested and too negative at the same time. I need you to bag back. Bag back, ho. Please. Bag back. Um, <clears throat> no, I've been good. I've been um, doing me, hustling, working. Uh, I've actually been going out because I start, finally started feeling better. Uh, I'm kind of trying to purify things, if you will. Trying to, like clean out my space clear up my energy and just get back to doing all the things that i need to do to get to where i need to be um but i've also been going out a little bit as well because like i said i am feeling better uh shout out to wesley he uh scooped Mm -hmm. me and took me to i I believe we were in brownsville which is apparently the ghetto and (laughs) (laughs) and it was so funny because when we pulled up we were all like "Ooh." (laughs) <laughs> like because we, we went and I, right we went from one spot to the next and uh also shout out to sylvester i got to meet him he has a podcast as well i believe it's called late nights with sylvester yep late night with sylvester yeah um, he, was, he was nominated for um a uh come on nomination yeah he was nominated for uh a brick award it's the brooklyn uh recording industry award in the brooklyn area nice. he for an award this year Shout out to him. So shout out to him. Yeah, so I met him for the first time, and it was it was really fun. We were out until like three a.m. Um, 
Uh, we, went, we went from like uh, what mom <clears throat> out to three a.m. Right. Uh, we went from like <laughs> we went from a birthday party to like a house party, and it was a lot of fun. It was so so much fun. Um, and I met a few people while I was there that listened to the podcast, and it's it's crazy. We've been getting a lot of energy, like a lot of uh, messages, uh, and just people saying that like they like the show, they love the show, they listen to us, and like what we say like mean things to them. And it's always cr- it's crazy to see like. Like numbers are one thing, but it's crazy when people tell you like in person or like they take the time to message you and they're like, "Yo, just letting you know what you what you're doing is dope and I appreciate it, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Because we can often feel like we're just out here talking. You know what I mean? It's just us and right. these microphones, and we're just you know talking about whatever we're talking about. Um, no one cares, right? And especially when you're right. not when you're not making money from it, and you're not like doing shows, and you're not like quote unquote popping. It can feel a little fruitless it can feel a little mm-hmm. kind of empty or vapid but getting that confirmation from others like real life confirmation not, and not just numbers um made makes it all worth it and makes you feel like we're fine we're doing something right you know what i mean makes gives us a little confidence in what we're doing so shout out to everyone that came up to me um in person and that has messaged us uh telling us that they're listening to the show we appreciate it we really we really really do Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so with that being said, Malik, you can take it away for us. Take it away for us, cause we're going to get it together. This vocal, All right, you beautiful people. This vocal friend. This vocal. <laughs> you were get it together is a segment <laughs> where Vaughn and I we sound off on maybe some things that are happening in life or in your life or po- or hot topic that is about fitness, mental fitness. Physical fitness, emotional fitness, spiritual fitness. We're here to improve and to educate the betterment of our lives. And hopefully that your life can also be affected. So today, my message for you, my get it together is Malik, research before you speak. Mm. Um, There are times when I get annoyed, disappointed, fearful, jealous, and depressed. And often I remember before I started a practice of mindfulness, a practice of yoga, you know, the dark arts. <laughs> I would never take the time to ask the why, like to go deeper than just the emotion, which I now know is temporary. I would just get mad and I would feel these things and I would never say like, why am I feeling this way? Or, or if I did say it, it would be in a very, you know, minute way, generally typically focused on the person that I'm dealing with and not going inside and being introspective about what's happening with me internally, right? And so the way that I would respond, the way that I would come about trying to overcome these challenges, it would be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be strategic. It wouldn't be complex. It would be a very, you know, single visionary solution, which oftentimes when you're dealing with life's challenges, especially millennial challenges, you can't just deal with them that way because another person is involved and it involves in making people safe to want to talk with you, make people safe to want to share their opinion. So there's a lot that goes on. And so all in all, I've been thinking of ways that I could be more strategic when I have conversations. Um, there's a book called The Crucial, um, excuse me, called, it's called Crucial Conversations, Decision Making, when the stakes are high and when emotions are higher. And it's simply about being mindful enough to want to create safe spaces for people to talk to you and for people to want to open up by looking at the common ground in the conversation and allowing people to speak and allowing 
their opinion and their emotion and their uh, worry and their stake to matter for you to give equity to give them equity in the conversation Mm. so the next time you're going through a really hard time and you don't really know which way to which which way to go you don't really know what to do take a moment and pull yourself back from the conversation and you have to ask yourself who is the person that i'm dealing with what's the history of them and ultimately what do i want to happen this is the research that you do before you speak up when you want to be strategic, when you want to really dead things, when you want to actually have resolve. So, all in all, research before you speak up. That's my get it together. I like Bam. that. I like that. <clears throat> I like that. I like it too. Yeah, I, I really do. Today. I really do. Um, my get it together for this week is stop seeking the peak and enjoy the process um as we talk about wellness betterment and um getting ourselves together a lot on this podcast and i think the one thing that we tend to not relay in our message is to enjoy the process of it i think a lot of times if you're consistently seek looking for the peak if you're just consistently looking for the end goal you're consistently looking for the finish line while you're still running it makes whatever that run is that much longer that much harder uh that much more of a trial whereas if you're just running you'll eventually get there before you know it and i think that's something that we need to do in like all facets of life whether it's uh scholastics but i think especially anything that's an art form or anything that is a a passion or something that is gonna take time you have to put in time to get the result that you want out of it it can be very daunting and very um not unmotivational if you will shout out to normani (laughs) we'll get there um (laughs) um yeah it can it can not motivate you it can hinder you um if you're consistently looking for the finish line because the finish line isn't always where you think it's going to be and the finish line isn't always when you think it's going to be it can be a little bit longer it might be a lot shorter so just allow yourself to reduce the clutter reduce the you know the thirst for the peak and just enjoy the process enjoy the I process yes i love that yeah you know what that that um that chase and that thirst for the peak it is a very uh adrenaline emotional run it's not even like once you like do peak a little bit you're like damn i should have just waited <laughs> right you know mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you will edge things out get it see what i did there for the two people in the back that got the ed- ed- okay so with that being said <laughs> we're gonna take a quick little break and we'll be right back with y'all hey you guys it's malik thanks for listening i hope you're enjoying the show so far remember to tell your friends about what we're doing here this is a community-based show and the only way we're going to grow is with your help So be sure to like, subscribe, and share our show with all of your friends and your family. Now back to the episode. All right. So this week, since we are just catching you guys back up, uh, we're actually going to do a full episode on On the Timeline. Now, if this is your first time listening to us, the On the Timeline segment is our celebrity and social media um, based portion of the show where we just discuss things that are you know topics of discussion whether it be like i said celebrity related or just things that are popping on the timeline that we want to discuss um 
we feel like it's the perfect way to catch you guys up on what we think of a lot of the things that people have been discussing and also give you a fun episode that isn't you know too heavy um so first we're gonna talk off with probably the most controversial topic of the past two or three weeks um jay-z teaming up with the nfl um if you aren't familiar which i'm three thousand percent sure that you are um mr sean carter beyonce's husband Mm -hmm. um has teamed up with the nfl partnership um teamed up with the nfl on a partnership where he aka rock nation will be producing um the super bowl for you know an unconfirmed amount of years um as well as creating a social justice uh social justice um initiative which is not details on that aren't confirmed either um and this caused a lot of uh a lot of backlash and a lot of uh (laughs) discussion amongst you know all the twitters black twitter white twitter you know asian twitter you know uh stan twitter you know all the twitters to to say the least right Right, to say the least it's caused national news you have players that are speaking out you have rappers that are speaking out you have likes from certain people that are speaking out uh there's just a myriad of of opinions and 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 thoughts being weighed in in regard to this so i'm gonna let you go first what were what were your initial thoughts on this what were your i want to know i want to know what you think about it because i know that i saw you post well i Um, well the thing is i asked you first (laughs) (laughs) okay so so you're right you did ask me first so i'll go first um I honestly did not want to talk about this because I felt it was I was I'm just so deeply invested into my queen <laughs> that I did not want to speak bad about her husband. <laughs> okay, that I did not want to even talk about this, but I knew we were gonna have to. So Beyonce, I'm so sorry. I love you. Um, I think that when you are a social advocate, I think that in social advocacy and any type of reform whether it be political reform or social reform and then when you start a social reform grassroots campaign like you know black lives matter and you know stop shooting us and what you know our our most recent fight against police brutality the goal is to make noise the goal is to uprise against the government um to make them see that what is happening is wrong and that we need to have change and that we need to legislate this change so that it can be mandated federally, that it cannot go on. Um, And I think that is the goal. And, um, but what's happening here with this whole Jay-Z thing, it seems to me that it's a bit really complex and it's a bit kind of like, I don't know because at one point Jay Z's wearing this Kaepernick jersey. He's like, you know, the biggest Kaepernick supporter. And then, you know, he's saying, you know, to the NFL, we in stadiums too. Then the next thing, now it's he's sitting with the NFL and he's breaking bread with them and saying that hey, we're gonna move past kneeling and we're gonna actually create these programs and these initiatives that are gonna affect ABC. Now he didn't tell us how how was gonna you know what was what mm-hmm. was the you know the details but he says hey we're gonna move past this and we're gonna do this this is how th- th- this is gonna start the move forward process and overall i think that i'm fine with you wanting to move forward i'm fine with 
you doing that, but don't 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 tell the people fuck you at the same time. Mm. And I feel that way because this is very this is a very sensitive time. You also have to understand who the NFL has aligned itself with. You know the powers that be and the and the money that really goes through the NFL. And I think align yourself with forces like that. I don't think it's really good. Of course, we want a black person there speaking for us, and that can bring our best interest to the forefront. But at what cost? Um, I really feel like Jay Z is more valuable being the black king than he is in this new black renaissance that we're having here with millennial people than he is in the NFL pushing and peddling for white people who do not understand the struggle and the stigma and the plight that is to be black and to have to go through um, these treacherous and dangerous times. They don't understand that. And I don't think that it was, in my opinion, positive to give them that kind of platform um, to even try to clean up their name or make good on any type of thing until, honestly, until Colin Kaepernick had a fair shot. Um, And take him out of the equation maybe Collins Kaepernick maybe his whole process was not about getting a job back sure it wasn't but I just don't feel that this is warranted and just okay um for me this is a layered situation um I think I had very strong opinions initially and I still have them they didn't go anywhere I'm not caping for anyone or anything don't think I'm backpedaling or pussy popping i'm not none of you hoes i said what i said and i mean it okay so the first thing that i want to do here is look let's look at how all this began right trayvon martin um there was a, a a myriad a myriad of issues right public outcry after that it wasn't just trayvon martin there was a, a bunch of blatant cases where police were overusing their power and we're murdering innocent black people. Colin decided to take a knee. That was his form of protesting. He didn't say anything to anyone. He didn't uh, disrupt anyone's game by, you know, I don't know, running down the field, waving a huge flag of every slain uh, black man, woman, or child. You know, he simply did one thing, took a knee. Um, And that one thing caused an uproar. And it also caused us as the black community to truly see how the nfl felt about black people and and their rights right uh they shut a lot of shit down they they tried to find people they tried to do all these things essentially telling niggers to stay in their place niggers to stay in their place right because let's be very clear the nfl is ran and owned by wealthy republican billionaires like that's it male at that um so you have nothing but essentially a bunch of donald trump's um, yeah, that that exactly that have these mm-hmm. teams that are saying, hey, 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 we don't like what you're doing. And they decided to take a peaceful protest and turn it into something that it wasn't. They, they took it. They tried to say it was against, you know, the USA itself. They tried to say it was against the military, all these different things. Right. They tried to muddy the waters. Right. And we all fought back. Rihanna said, fuck you niggas with her whole chest. Um, Beyonce was Miss Black Panther um, while she performed. Jay-Z was wearing the the Colin, you know, garb. Um, And from there, you know, the the biggest collateral that we as black people have is our cool. It's the one thing that white people have not been able to properly manufacture. 
it's the one thing they can't copy properly and it's not just white people you have a bunch of other races that try to uh subscribe to try to attain that same cool right we've seen it um on you know from music where the the boring white pop star wants to be edgy so they become a you know carbon copy if you will a cheap version of a trendy black star right we've seen it in movies we've seen it in culture we've seen it in fashion we've seen it in so many different things right the one thing that we've always been able to do is control the culture because when we say some shit everyone else starts paying attention to whatever that that statement is that statement was a fuck the nfl and the nfl started feeling the uh, repercussions of that right no one wanted to perform at their super bowl show they were struggling to, to get people they barely scraped to get maroon five and travis scott right here's where jay-z comes in again hey travis scott don't do this right now we is the back community the reports came out that jay did this because it's f the nfl because of colin because if you know they're they're not you know responding to black lives matter in in the way they should have etc etc right Woo, proud great moment so for me personally there's nothing more disappointing than seeing someone say hey i know what you guys need and i'm going to give it to you for this dollar amount they the nfl needed a cosign they needed a cool cosign that hey it was, it's okay to fuck with us again it's okay to watch our you know i mean y'all didn't stop anyway but it's okay to to watch you know and football sh- uh shows again games again shows lord football games again it's okay to support the nfl because at the end of the day they need the, the the Super Bowl to be strong because they make billions of dollars during the Super Bowl. From ad revenue to tickets, all this stuff, it counts across the board. So if your biggest, one of your biggest um, nights is now, or excuse me, if your biggest night is now becoming less profitable because it's not cool to be a part of that anymore, no one wants to perform there, you know, ad I'm sorry, but the, these companies are going to be like, uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to give you the same amount of money because people aren't really tuning in like they used to. You know, the black said it's not cool. You're dropping in viewership. You, of course, they're still going to get money, but I might cut, you know, you might not get the 50 million. I might throw you 35, right? So for me to see Jay-Z, who is a... And Jay, the thing is, this is not Jay-Z's first time doing this, right? Let's Let's not act like... This is the first time Jay-Z has, like, deaded a situation to bring it back. He's been able to successfully do things like this throughout his entire career. Kind of shift the culture. Kind of tell us what is or isn't cool. Whether it was uh, button-up shirts. Everyone's wearing jerseys. He said, you know, take the jersey off. Wear button-up shirts. Crystal Champagne. Crystal said, "Uh uh-uh. We don't want you niggas drinking our shit. Jay said, oh, okay, word, bet. Dead for that. I'm going to go to Ducey. Everybody drink Ducey now. Everyone talk about Ducey now, right? Um, Auto-tune. He tried to kill Auto-tune. It was something that was popping. He tried to... He tried. It, he, it kind of... Eh, eh, it kind of uh, worked, Kind of worked, but kind of didn't, because you still had it ate away in the heartbreaks and a bunch of stuff after that. But for the, it kind of worked, right? So Jay-Z understands the power that he has. He understands how much his cosign along with his wife's cosign means right and for everyone saying oh you know jay-z is just business he's a businessman listen jay-z is a capitalist i'm not surprised you're doing business with the nfl what i'm more offended by is the statements that he made 
outside of Kaepernick. The whole we're over, we're, we're beyond kneeling now, it's time to take action. Everyone knows, that's what he said, everyone knows what the problem is, right? Now it's, it's time to be actionable. Okay, we all know that racism is a problem. What, what's the, what are the actionable steps, Jay-Z? Yeah. What are the yes. actionable steps that white people have taken or are taking to better that? No, that's okay. So we all know that police brutality is an issue. What is Rock Nation going to do about police brutality? What are your actionable steps that's going to stop white men who have been bred their entire life to think a certain way from acting that on those things? What what is Rock Nation going to do with the NFL? Why aren't you in with legisl- legislator? Where is the, why aren't you working with, you know, police commissioners? Why aren't you working with why aren't you there? You're doing entertainment. You're you're about a buck. Let's keep it a hundred. And then for you to also say, oh, because mind you, the story of Travis Scott ran ages ago. And you're just now same thing with his NFL, right? He was offered the Super Bowl, he declined in support of Cap. That's what that's when all the stories ran. Why wait a year plus to say, oh wait, y'all thought I turned on a Super Bowl because of Black Lives Matter and, you know, police brutality and Colin Kaepernick? No, no, no. I turned it down because they didn't give me the full show. They wanted me to perform with someone. That's why I turned it down. Oh, and, and my call to Travis? Oh, no. That wasn't about... That wasn't about you niggas. That was... No. That was about um he popping. Why he got to share with, you know, Maroon 5? Excuse me? Like, fuck the fact that you signed a deal with them. What kind of statement is that to make? What kind of statement is that to make? To essentially say you've allowed the community and the media to perpetrate an image of you that is not real only for you to tuck your tail when you're sitting up there laughing with this white man about an entertainment deal with some tied in tied in um, social justice. Oh, you guys are going to create podcasts where players can talk about how they really feel. Let's get that. No, what you're doing is you're trying to create peace where there was disruption. And just so you know, you need disruption. That is how we got things going. That is how we started to make any actual waves or moves with this fucking movement. It was with disruption. So saying, hey, let's stop kneeling and disrupting these white people in their nice game. Let's let's take this to a podcast where we can just discuss it there. Why did you need the NFL to do that? If that is that if that was your goal, right? is to give uh, players a platform to speak, right? That's what you claim you're doing. Like, let's, 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 let's keep shit a buck here. You're a capitalist. This is the capitalist move. I'm not surprised by the move. I'm just disgusted by the statements you've made in regard to it. You don't even know how to properly cover it up. You're sloppy in all regard. And quite frankly, Beyonce, I hope she like side eyes you for the rest of her life. I mean, I'm sure Beyonce is aware. And let's be real. Beyonce is a capitalist as well. Let's call us what, you know, it is what it is. But I hope she's looking at you like with her Virgo, her whole Virgo spirit. I hope she's looking at you with disappointment because what kind of explanation was that, my nigga? Like you really couldn't think of something better than that? Really? I'm not even offended by the deal. I'm offended by the explanation of how sloppy it was. And for me, all that says to me is that you thought you knew who you're talking to, but you didn't. Niggas ain't simple. This is not a a, a, a jersey dress or a, 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 a basketball jersey versus a fucking a button-up shirt. It's not that simple. This is more complex, and it, it's more serious. 
So Absolutely. That, those are my thoughts. Those are my opinions in regard to that. But in more positive news, right? Normani. Baby, Normani. Normani. Ooh. Normani. I, so, former Fifth Harmony star Normani has finally stepped out on her own. Uh, she's been... Take, you know, earlier I talked to my get it together about how you need to stop seeking the peak and start enjoying the process. And I think this is a perfect example of that. Normani has been trying and trying and trying. She's released singles. Um, she's been featured on people's singles. She's kind of been testing the waters and doing so unsuccessfully. Well, no, I shouldn't say unsuccessfully. She's had, I think, two top 10 hits. Uh, they've been platinum or multi-platinum for the most part. Um, all of her singles uh, they've actually right. done pretty well so she hasn't been unsuccessful but she hasn't really been able to quite put her foot down she's been able to kind of and no pun here dance around things uh, as opposed to really make a, a name for herself create that moment that you need as a pop star and here comes motivation and it does that for her a year year and a half into this bank of solo stardom she's finally deposited the check that was worth it after it was worth yeah. all the trial and tribulations, she was on Dancing with the Stars for a moment, and it was like, "Why are you doing Dancing with the Stars? You're supposed to be going solo. Like, what is this? What is this? Like, this is something you do when you kind of fall off. You know what I mean?" And here she is in this video, putting some of that dance technique that she's learned there to use. Mm-hmm. And the motivation video de- uh, debuted about a week ago at this point, and it was just ah, uh, such a breath of fresh air. I love it. I love it. I agree. I thought it was. I thought it was flawless. I thought the video was flawless. It was bright. It was. It was electric. It was electrifying. It was just. It was an amazing video. So much technique. So much skill was in the dancing. Was in the stunts. Um, and the execution I thought was spot on. Like Normani. You know, like this was that video for me that really was like, oh, Normani's really a pop star. Yes. And you can know, we, uh, I said, no matter, oh, she's really a pop star. And can we please allow her to be that? She's a pop star. Not everyone needs to be Keisha Cole. Not no. everyone needs to be Jasmine Sullivan. No. Not everyone needs to be, you know, Monica. Just because you're black and you sing doesn't mean you have to be, quote unquote, R&B. We don't need another um, Summer Walker. Love her. We have Summer. Let's enjoy Summer Walker. Let's enjoy... Um, Ari, uh, Ari Lennox let's enjoy the the black girls we have doing R&B that are actually doing it let a black girl be a pop star and she's yeah. dark skin like I'm sorry Damn. I spent this morning I woke up really early this morning because let me tell you I got 10 hours of sleep last night 10 Amazing. That, that never happens I barely get four I woke up this morning at like 5 a.m. and I was like, ooh, let me watch the motivation video. And I saw like a reaction video on the side of it. So I fell down a rabbit hole of reaction videos. And like, it filled me with so much joy because A, there was a bunch of black men like worshiping her and telling her, saying how beautiful she was. And wow, you know, damn, she's like, damn, I, I was never really paying attention to that one. Like, she's bad. Like, and there was a bunch of black girls like, oh, my God, I used to do that when I, I watched 106 in Park. Like, that used to be me. Like, I used to be the little girl that was, you know, dancing. And then there was also so many dark-skinned women I saw with, like, glee on their face. Like, wow, here's this beautiful dark-skinned girl really doing. And it, it, filled, my, it filled my heart, y'all. Yeah, it did. It did. It really did. The video did. was beautiful. It was very sweet. I loved, I loved it from beginning to end. And I sis dances. 
Yeah, and Normata's gonna go far. And do you know who won't go far? Who? Nicki Minaj. Well, I think she's gone as far as she can. Yeah. So. Like, she's, she's peaked. <laughs> she's one girl who has peaked. And yes. I think um, the whole Joe Button situation interview. That, listen, the Nicki Minaj Joe Budden interview was so interesting to me because as, you know, and this, he's, Joe Budden is a guilty pleasure of mine. And I can say that because I've literally been following him since, I want to say like 2007. You always talk about him. I just have not given him the time or day yet. Right. And listen, and I, and I don't, I don't, right, I'm not the, a person that pushes him on people or even really talks about him much anymore because, like I said, he's a guilty pleasure of mine. He says a lot of things where I like have to, whew, you know, he has to take that breath and just, like, not let it annoy you. But he's, like I said, he's someone that I've been following since, like, 2007. And I've always found him entertaining. And I've always found his 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 space in, in the media world interesting. Because he's, like, not... He wasn't a major rapper. So he was kind of like... You know how Kathy, Kathy Lee uh, had the TV show My Life on the D-List? Yes. I kind of felt like he was the rap version of that. Like, because <laughs> oh, he was so... He I was, can see that. That's a great parallel. Right, because he was so... He was in the industry. He was a part of it, but he wasn't successful, so he was still very tangible. He was still living a somewhat very normal life, and he showcased all of it, whether it was on Blog Talk TV... Uh, Blog Talk Radio... Not Blog Talk Radio Talk. I'm sorry. Blog Talk TV, um, or Ustream, or whatever it was. YouTube, whatever the case may be. So... As an avid listener to his podcast, I knew that he and Nicki Minaj were in cahoots. I knew that they were actually like friends at this point. And I knew that they actually discussed Cardi quite often because a few months ago, Joe and one of his uh, cast co-workers, whatever you want to call him, uh, kind of got into it on the podcast. And, and his Rory let it slip that, you know, they were arguing over who's more industry. And Rory let it slip that, hey... You're the one that sits on the phone with Nicki Minaj discussing Cardi B and whoop de whoop de whoop. Ooh. So now that's messy. That's some tea, right? So when I heard that she he was gonna be on her show, I was kind of surprised by the reaction she gave to him. And at first I was like, oh, like something ain't right, you know, da 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 da. But then it it all made sense to me when I realized she was going to be on his show as well. So she just kind of wants to publicly put her dick on the table and have him suck it publicly because he had already done it in person in private um but the interview um, it wasn't anything it was typical bitter Nicki Minaj um I really want her to let go of this Cardi B thing if you say you're happy if you say you're in this great place if you say you're this phenomenal rapper that everyone respects loves and you're on all these lists then sweetie why are you worried about whether someone else is or not <laughs> if you're on the list and they're not, bitch. Right. When I'm, you're VIP, you're VIP. You can't see listen, the planes from first. You. you can't see the wings from first class, baby. Listen, girl. listen. I'm first class. If I'm in first class, enjoying my, my my glass of champagne and sitting up nice and pretty, I'm not worried about the girls on standby who can't get on the flight. Never. I'm not. So if that's the case, Nikki, enjoy your your champagne. But mm. that's not the case, is it? Mm. Okay, Mrs. Petty. On to something a little less petty. Um, Pose. Ugh, Pose. I Pose. This, uh, since I think, what, three episodes have have come on since we last, you know, discussed Pose. Was that, this was the the episode finale, uh, season finale, correct? This was the season finale, yes. Yes. The season, uh, what what were your thoughts? I thought so too. Flawless. I mean, brava. Yeah, brava. It was flawless. Um, 
every every scene, every piece of it told a, such a dynamic story. Yeah, and I cried a few times, and um, I felt like it was just a strong second season, and I loved that they ended it that way. I felt like to prepare for an for an anthology anthology series mm-hmm. for a season three where they can bring in new characters and Blanca will stay on his mother. Blanca will not die. Right. Um, I think they will fast forward, fast forward and bring her back very healthy XYZ. But overall, I thought it was a great, very powerful, powerful um, season finale. I loved when she came out and did the Whitney Houston national anthem. It was so Oh, good. that took me over. So emotional. It took me over the edge Overall, I love Pose, and I cannot wait until it comes back. I thought this was an amazing season with so many important stories. What I was most happy about is that how um, the episode when um, Blanca and Electra finally read Pray Tale and told them how how they felt and how women needed to be acknowledged and appreciated and put on the panel. And when I saw Electra chanting and calling the girls out, that yes. got me. Listen, up. when I saw Sanaya, me up. When, when I, I saw Sanaya, listen, yes. listen, listen. I was, I, I was gagging. Like when Sanaya so came happy. out, I said, "Yes, Lord." Yeah, bitch. I loved, I loved um, that. Um, it was such a brilliant episode. I had so many questions after the big blow up episode where Damon read everybody. Yeah. Like, cause I was like, wait a minute, this feels like a season finale. Like, what is gonna happen? What, like, what does this mean for for you know Angel and Ricky? And what does this mean for Damon? And and I mean Angel and Poppy. And what does this mean for Damon and Ricky? And what does this mean for Ricky and Paul? Like, I I I, I, I pray. I had so many questions, and I was like, I don't know how they're gonna answer it. And then the episodes following didn't really answer anything. Nope. So it was kind of like, what the hell? Like, what? What is? I was very up in the air. So when I saw how everything came together, and like you said, it is an anthology. So to see that they introduced the new kids, and they're obviously going to be stepping into the '90s and possibly early 2000s in the next season. So it just, it was great all around. Like, great. I love that they they still give Candy her homage. I love that. Like I said, they brought out Sanaya and just other legends, and and I love that. Like I said, like you said. They got them together about it being a bunch of men, you know, kind of, although they're, they're not cisgender, you know, yeah. they, I mean, they're mostly cisgender. They, they were kind of treating women, the, their sisters, the same way um, society tends to treat gay men. So it was kind Absolutely. of like, you're doing to us what others, you know what I mean? Like, you're pushing us out. You're taking over our space. You're, you know, you're trying, you're essentially dominating our culture. So it was just, it was a beautiful episode beautiful app tens yeah, across the board i love yeah Ten, across tens the, across the board tens across, tens the, across board. the board bitch. um someone else that's getting tens across the board is popeyes and this goddamn sandwich have you tried popeyes spicy chicken sandwich i have engaged <laughs> i have had the sandwich and let me say this it is tasty it is. Is it every woman? Is it all in that sandwich? It is. It is, it is tasty. It's tasty. <laughs> I I, I don't eat chicken, so unfortunately, I haven't been able to partake. But I will say, um, I've wanted to just because of how much. Do you know that we've created twenty five million dollars worth of ad, like twenty five million worth twenty five million dollars worth of press for Popeyes? What would have been twenty five million dollars worth of ads is what Popeyes is getting from let's call it a thing a thing black Twitter yeah. um, 
And again, it just goes to show how much power we have, but also how we might need to pay a little bit more attention to how we're utilizing said power and, you know, where what, what we do with it and where it goes. But, you know, shout out to Popeye's. Uh, Chick-fil-A and their homophobia has been canceled because y'all aren't open on Sundays anyway, so. Bye. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we're ending this with some not so good news. Uh, there was a video that went viral earlier this week of a young man by the name of Reese. Um, <clears throat> he was a, you know, tatted gentleman and he's walking, it, it looks like New York by a bodega. Um, and he's kind of being heckled and he's openly stating that, you know, he dates trans women um, or he has a trans girlfriend, I should say. Um, and he was saying he doesn't give a fuck and da 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 da. And he was being ridiculed and being howled. Um, thankfully, he wasn't being touched. He wasn't being hit or, you know, assaulted in any kind of way, but he was being uh, ridiculed. So that went viral because it followed a story um, saying that he had committed suicide because of all the backlash that he had gotten. Um, and that also, that the whole story, if you will, went super, uh, super viral. It was super viral. Right. Super and viral everyone about was, this story. Everyone was discussing it and everyone was, you know, holding the heterosexual, the cisgender heterosexual community, you know, accountable especially a lot of, i saw a lot of black people holding the black community um accountable because they were saying you know this is what all that hatred does it causes someone to kill themselves it caused and it it was and this sounds tacky to say but it was kind of like a good conversation that was being had it was kind of like being able to finally put something in the community's face and make them face their own evil if you will yeah unfortunately that was that story was um it took another turn, if you will, when it did. When Faith, because who more is, facts came out, right? <laughs> yes, Faith, who is the trans uh, woman, who was the woman that he was dating, uh, came out and said that, you know, they were in a very abusive relationship, and apparently Reese, who was the gentleman we were discussing that committed suicide, um, was very abusive to her, and that their their relationship was not a healthy one, and that. Uh, he was suffering from uh, drug addictions and mental health issues. Uh, he threatened to kill her. He threatened to kill both of them. He, um, Faith tried to help. She, according to her, she tried to help him a bunch of times and loved him deeply. Um, and that he kept threatening to leave and, you know, he would kill him. I'm sorry. She was, you know, essentially threatening to leave and he was threatening to kill her if she did leave or kill himself if she did leave. And we came to find out that the suicide was actually a drug overdose. Um... So the story is a lot more complex than we thought it was, but I think, I think the the point that needs to stand here because I'm, I have I have a feeling that some of his mental health issues stem from the fact that he had an attraction to trans women because I've 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 had a few instances or I've, I've encountered a few situations where men that are attracted to trans women tend to have a lot of issues because they don't know what that means. You know what I mean? I mean, in, in yeah. the end, it means you're a, a heterosexual <laughs> man because you like women. Um, but a lot of people struggle with that, which is understandable because it's not conventional, at least not publicly. It's not a, a common thing that society discusses, which is, again, why shows like Pose are so good. And also, that I think is the only thing... I'm sorry to, to go back. That's the only thing that's missing from that finale. What happens to Old Boy from the Beach? Because he... Oh my god, he yeah, was, hopefully uh, they bring him back next season. He was fine. I mean, As Blanc fuck. Blanca deserves. <laughs> Blanca deserves. But um Yeah, so that is it for on the timeline this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um Malik, do you have any final thoughts you would like to share? 
Final thoughts is, uh, before you do the do, strap it up. Before you slap it up, holla. <laughs> you trash. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> please be sure to follow the show on all socials. On Instagram, it's Grown Up Gay, G-R-O-W-N Up Gay. On Twitter, we are Growin Up Gay underscore with, again, no G, G-R-O-W-I-N Up Gay underscore. Um, you can follow Malik on Instagram at Malik Khalid Yoga. That's M A L I K K H A L I D Yoga. You can follow Vaughn, the ghostly Vaughn, aka <laughs> <laughs> Wizard Kelly. You know, aka Wizard Kelly uh, at uh, Vonagram. Uh, and just you know tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about what we're doing here like I always say this is a community based show and it's important that we grow in a really organic grassroots way and we've been doing Absolutely. that over the last year and so we're excited you can email us at Malik at com. you can email Vaughn at Vaughn at com, and uh, stay strong and we'll catch y'all next week peace holla peace